The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel. That's every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also, check out the Five Reasons YouTube channel. We got nearly 15,000 subscribers. Check out Before Floor, an hour before every Heat game. Check out Post Up 5R as soon as the Heat game ends. You can catch that after you listen to us if you want. Also, Six Rings Canes. Uh, they got into it last night on the coaching and AD searches. Well, it's not a coaching search yet, but maybe soon. Man on second on the Marlins. We got a ton of content on the YouTube channel. Make sure that you follow all of it. But the best way to do it is to subscribe. And also 5 Spell that one out. That is our free website. Also, the great sponsors of the 5 Reasons Sports Network, including our friends over at Prize Picks. This is where you want to play daily fantasy. Use the code 5 F I V E to get your bonus. Again, you can play the power play, the flex play. You can play different sports. You can play different players from different teams. You can play two, three, four, five players. They got all kinds of options at prizepicks.com. We got like two or three players uh, joining every night. So find out why. Again, go to prizepicks.com. Use the code F I V E. It's real simple to play. And yeah, you'll have a lot of fun with it. And now something not so fun. Tonight's episode of Five on the Floor. And Pat, we trust. It's power have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA, featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. Alex and Brady were at the game tonight. Greg and I were not, but actually, Greg and I are going to handle the podcast while Alex and Brady handle the post game. Comments, the Miami Heat get thrashed by the Cleveland Cavaliers at home. It just ended actually 111 to 85, trailed 31 to 16 after the first quarter. And you know it was never really a game after that. I'll go over some of the numbers here, but we're not going to focus a ton on the game tonight, except in the context of sort of how the Heat are going to survive the loss of Bam Adebayo for several weeks. And we're going to update you on what we've heard. Uh, but tonight, just, just to give you kind of an idea, of how bad it was. Ricky Rubio was a plus 38, plus 38 (laughs) off the Cleveland Cavaliers bench. And Kevin Love was a plus 29. They basically lost to the old Minnesota Timberwolves uh, coming off the bench tonight Uh, for the Miami Heat. Leading scorer was Tyler Hero coming back from uh, his uh, sickness. He had 21 points, six assists, was not particularly efficient, uh, however. But the only plus player on the team other than Omer Yurtsevin, who played four minutes, was Dwayne Dedman playing 31 minutes, and he was a plus two with 11 points and 13 rebounds. Duncan Robinson, 0 of 7 overall, 0 of 6 from three. 
His three-point shooting streak ends, and his struggles at home continue. He's now shooting 21% from three at home for the season. Kyle Lowry, seven points, four assists, just two of nine in a game that they needed a whole lot more. Max Struess and Gabe Vincent played pretty well off the bench along with Caleb Martin, but that was about it. But the news today again, uh, Greg, Bam Adebayo, and we covered this on pregame. I covered this uh, on the website, covered this on the YouTube channel uh, in a separate video. Bam Adebayo is going to miss several weeks uh, with a thumb injury. He's going to have to have surgery. He was flexing the thumb during the game on Monday night. He was asked about it after the game. He said it was fine. It was not fine. And of course, you and I have come across some information along with uh, someone else in our network from three different sources that the ESPN report that was released during the day is actually too optimistic that that report that he's going to miss four to six weeks, that that is the best possible case scenario. They're going to know more after the surgery, but we're hearing that it could be almost twice as long as what ESPN reported, which would take him out until late February into early March, which means obviously no all-star game for sure. Uh, no defensive player of the year campaign for sure. Uh, but also the heat are going to have to survive this thing without him tonight. They didn't have Jimmy Butler. We're not exactly sure when he's going to be back, but it's going to be a lot sooner, but let's talk about this game just in the bam context to start. And then I want to get off of this game. Dwayne Dedman, uh, Greg, was one of the few guys who played well tonight. Like, so Dedman replacing Bam in the starting lineup wasn't an enormous problem. But then Casey Akpala got the minutes in place of Dedman off the bench, and his plus minus was pretty awful, even though his minutes didn't look that bad. But the starting backcourt on a night that those two guys were making, what, this season roughly $45 million between them? And they combined to shoot two of 16. Uh, just put the BAM thing in the context of tonight. Today was such a gut punch for the Miami Heat. You get a second round pick stripped. BAM gets, uh, you know, you, you get announced that BAM's going to have surgery. Uh, the first news that I hear from, you know, uh, you know, I reached out to a source and I said, and, and, you know, they came back and said, all-star break, you know, so that, that, that was the first indication I got. Um, so like today's just a gut punch. And, and in the context of tonight's game, I, I, you know, I was optimistic during pregame because that's the persona I play on that particular show. But I mean, like any game that you don't have Jimmy and bam, it, you're unlikely to win truthfully. I actually thought that they had a better chance than <clears throat> than they showed. And it really comes down to Kyle and Duncan just not showing up. And we'll talk about them later. But Deadman, I think, is going they're going to survive with Deadman in the starting lineup, provided that Jimmy is back and able to contribute. I think that Spo is going to have to make some other adjustments. Um, there uh, was a stat by Christian Hernandez tweeted out at one point that showed that basically all the small lineups were getting killed against Cleveland. And I mean, they have a particularly challenging front court, but I think just generally suppose going to have to get creative in different ways because tonight they just, they got 17 more field goal attempts than Cleveland and got blown out. Like that's not supposed to happen. Like that means that the guys that are playing and getting those field goal attempts just literally are incompetent. Like you don't lose games by this much and get 17 more attempts at the basket. So like tonight, it kind of just was a, a bleep show beyond bam. And what a stomach punch this whole day was for heat nation. 
Yeah, I mean, losing a second round pick was like the least of it um, because, I mean, the Heat don't care about the second round picks when they can develop guys who are two way players. Uh, although, <laughs> although they also developed a guy who was an undrafted free agent who now they're paying a lot of money to who had a stat line tonight. And look, nobody wants to pile on Duncan Robinson. OK, nobody wants to. I think everybody likes Duncan. Everybody likes his story. I, and I think if, if you have feelings of any kind, you feel for the guy right now. He is trying. OK. As I keep saying on these podcasts, he is trying too hard. He's trying to sleep. When you try to sleep, you cannot sleep. Tonight, 20 minutes, two fouls, no points, no rebounds, no assists, no blocks, no trips to the line, seven field goal attempts, six from three, all missed. You know, (laughs) this is like watching a guy self-destruct. Yes. And it's not fun. Um, Like, there's like, there's two elements of this, right? Like we can just speak relative to the basketball court and take all the emotional and personal stuff out of it and just talk strictly basketball. And you can get pretty, pretty tough on Duncan, but also like on a human level, like, you know, that that dude is, is not loving this experience. And it's like, you, you, you feel like probably, I mean, I've never been through it obviously, but on some level you feel like I can't believe this is happening right now. But I I guess this is the only thing that really bothers me about tonight. Not only was he um, missing all those shots, like whatever happened to that, like philosophy of like, get a layup, get a free throw and see the ball go in. It just seemed like, like he, he literally abandoned everything and only shot threes. And then it becomes an even bigger elephant in the room. Like go get a layup like that. That that's like something that, when, you know, when I was at, in high school playing varsity, like that's what they would tell you to try to go do if you weren't hitting from the outside. And he's just not even trying that. Well, I think some of it's him. But today I also got the sense and I know they were, like you say, gut punched today with the BAM news, because I don't think anybody anticipated this. When Gam, when BAM met with us at the podium two nights ago, he again, he flexed the, the, the thumb and said, I'm fine. And he had come off a game in which he scored 15 points with five rebounds in the third quarter against the reigning MVP. Like you were not expecting him to miss weeks or, you know, or months after that happened. But what I did notice tonight was that it wasn't even like his teammates, Duncan's teammates were helping him tonight. I I felt like everybody was on an Island tonight. And to a certain degree, it was like, they kind of let Duncan sink on his own. And part of the problem here too, is I, I noticed very first play of the game, they tried to run a dribble handoff with Denman. Okay. And I give Dwayne great credit for everything he's doing. He is playing hard. He's playing to the max of his ability. I mean, he's fighting against a front court. That's got three, seven footers in it. Okay. And he, you know, again, he played like a big man tonight, but he's not bam. And, and that's, you know, there's a lot of stuff they can run with bam that we, we, we take for granted as we were critical of bam for certain things he wasn't doing but there's a lot of things he does do. And one of the things he does do, and sometimes the heat are too reliant on it, but he can run that dribble handoff with Duncan. He can get him free. There is nobody to do that for Duncan now. Okay. And so he really is on an Island, but also because they don't have Jimmy because they don't have bam. And because they have all of these dead roster spots, you can't just bench him. Like there's nothing. I mean, the only thing you could do is I guess was put max in the starting lineup. But then you essentially weaken your bench at this stage, particularly if Tyler has to be playing as a starter because you don't have Jimmy. And look, I thought Tyler was fine tonight. He was rusty. 
I give him credit for doing the things that he did. But there's no one to get Duncan out of this right now. And he really is sinking. But the other part of this is we can't let his backcourt made off the hook. Like, and I feel like we have done that too often. And I've been the one sounding the bell on this. But like, you know, I get it. Okay. That Kyle Lowry was brought in to amplify and and assist. Okay. In, in the true meaning of the word, others on this team, Jimmy and Bam in particular. But we're not that far away from Kyle Lauer being a 20-point scorer in this league. And in a game without Jimmy, in a game without Bam, in a game where Duncan can't get anything going, I mean, you can't have your $30 million point guard shooting nine times. I mean, he argued with the officials more times than he made shots. I mean, he was two for nine for the game. It's just not enough. And look, if if all Kyle Lowry is going to be for this team – is somebody who makes others better but can't generate anything on his own when they are not either available or at their best, then he's not a $30 million player. He's a $12 million player. And, and so that that's the frustration is here. Again, gut punch day, difficult day. I picked them to lose today for all of those reasons, okay? But, I mean, they got to get something out of one of their two starting guards, because yeah. uh, I'm going to call Tyler a small forward tonight because Duncan typically plays the two and they got nothing, Greg. And and so, you know, I think people will look at the box score and be like, OK, Deadman did a fairly decent. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game. I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Damn facsimile, gave you a double-double and all that. But he can't, since he can't do some things that Bam can do, others have to do more. And and literally, I mean, their they're two starting guards tonight did zero, zilch, nothing, okay? I mean, I that's just as simple as that. And And this is like what jumps out with Kyle too, is that, his field goal percentage overall is now, I think he's around 42 and a half percent or so. So he's like in the range where he's shot since 2017 as I'm looking through the, the box score here, but where, or but through his year over year stats, but the three point shooting has fallen off a cliff in a way that like the, the, the combination of your starting backcourt shooting 31% and whatever Duncan Robinson is shooting at this point, um, it's just, it, you, you can't have it. Like th- this team was built in a specific way where the pieces fit and we saw it early and Kyle, you're right. He's being paid to amplify others. And I think that everybody kind of assumed that 
just there would be nights where he could shoulder more of the burden, whether it be scoring or whatever it needed to be. But that we never thought he was coming here to do that consistently. Like you're paying him to amplify others, but you're right. Like in a game like tonight, you would have liked to see him play a little bit better. The bench was good. Like you look at the, the bench scoring at three mm. guys in double figures. Casey Akpala was better than the box score would tell you. Um, so like there was enough from others to be in this game. And essentially Kyle and Duncan were the reason why they lost it. And with Duncan, like this is starting to get, you talked about his teammates and the way that they kind of are noticing this. Um, and I'm going to date myself cause I don't watch movies very often anymore, but like, I know that like in 40 year old Virgin, they talk about how uh, it got weird and then it got really, really weird. And like this slump, the longer that it's getting, the teammates can sense like it's getting weird and they start to avoid them. And I, they, I would imagine they don't want to really talk about it. They don't bring it up. So then like it does become an elephant in the locker room. No, no question. And, and you know, again, he wears it on his face, too. So, you know, you can see the frustration and you can just see like that. <laughs> I don't know the, the sort of the um, not not the temperature is not the word I'm looking for, but just the enthusiasm just picks up with the bench guys like Gabe and and Max and uh, and uh, Gabe and Max and Caleb are playing at a different pace right now. They're just they're playing with a different energy than than Lowry and Robinson are playing with, and and so you know and, and look teams have survived with that you know the Knicks last year were a good example of this like they got nothing out of their starting backcourt and then Rose would come off the bench and and you know I mean they had a couple of other guys coming off the bench I think Burks and others and the energy picked up like they're been but like again this team is not structured like that one like th this team is structured for their starting backcourt to produce I mean they're paying them to produce when we come back from the break, and, and again, I, I really recommend you listen to, to everybody check out Before Floor because we really covered the BAM thing there and also uh, my video on the YouTube channel. But we're going to talk more about BAM. But what I want to get into you with here, Greg, real quick is how much different it'll look when Jimmy comes back because it, it is hard to evaluate the BAM thing when you also don't have Jimmy and when you have Tyler coming back a little bit rusty, but particularly with the Jimmy thing. We're going to get into that. Before we do, though, I want to tell you about another great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. He's our friend, Mark Brown. He sponsors uh, the pregame show. You can catch before floor an hour before every game. But the biggest thing that he does, even more important than that, is he can help you when you're trying to design an estate plan. So whether you're young with a family, you're older with a family, whatever it is, you got to make sure that whatever it is that you have makes it to the right people. So you want to reach out to Mark Brown. He's at Mark Brown. PA.com. That's M-A-R-C BrownPA.com. He's based right there in North Lauderdale, just north of Cypress Creek off of Andrews. Um, but again, he can help you from anywhere. Um, and he also has a title company right there in house. And so if you're handling real estate, which you may be, if you're dealing with an estate plan, um, he's the guy who can get your closing done for you. He's got a small firm, allows him to be focused on your client, his clients. I can tell you because I'm one of his clients. Uh, he's worked with me on a couple of closings and actually has worked with me on my will. I trust him with that. You can trust him too. So MARCBrownPA.com. That's MARCBrownPA.com. The phone number is 954-566-5678. 954-566-5678. All right, let's get into the the Jimmy thing now, because we anticipate Jimmy will be back soon. But you're hearing he's not going to be likely back for the road trip, correct? 
Uh, it was actually tweeted by Ira Winderman. Okay. I want to make sure that I don't uh, take credit from Ira uh, for that one. But I think that that was just maybe uh, something that was um, gathered from around the arena tonight. I got that 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 was the sense is that there's just a reluctancy to say Jimmy's going to be ready for the two games on the road. And that's just, it sucks. Like at Indy at Milwaukee, that is, that's a, that's a tough stretch for the big three, never mind this team. So um, it, it definitely, it, it doesn't look good going into the weekend, but I do think that there's light at the end of the tunnel. Cause Jimmy can settle this group. He can carry a scoring load <clears throat> that was missing tonight, a shot making load of getting to the free throw line, um, you know, just all the acumen that he brings to the game. I, I, I think that they can survive this stretch without Bam. It's going to take the, the shooting of some of these guys to turn around or spot to tinker with lineups. There's just no way around that at some point. Like you can't just keep going back to it. But I do think that Jimmy changes the game. Um, I'm interested to see like tonight. I don't think I, I can gauge what they're going to do long-term without BAM, but I'm interested to see if they play more in the drop versus all the switch heavy stuff. Mm -hmm. And if they just straight up revert to playing zone consistently, that's going to be very deflating also. Cause I feel like there was a, there was, there's something that felt good about them not having to play zone when they started the season with that group out on the floor that starts. Um, and now if they have to like literally go back to that on a regular basis, it's just, that's another deflating, you know, element of this. We talked about it on the pregame, but I, I want to bring this point up again. You know, the heat have lost, uh, very important bigs for lengthy periods of time over the course of the past 20 years. And we go back to 2020, uh, 2000, 2001, when Zoe, uh, got sick and didn't play the first 69 games. They made an adjustment. Bruce Bowen went into the starting lineup. Brian Grant went to center. Anthony Mason went to the four. Uh, that team won 50 games. In fact, actually, that team played better without Zoe than they did when Zoe came back. They, they were, I think they went eight and five with Zoe down the stretch of that season, and then they got swept in the first round. So an adjustment was made by Pat Riley. 2015, 2016, uh, if you remember, they were only four games over 500 with Chris Bosh and a, a very celebrated team that had been put together in 15, 16. Only four games over 500 at the All-Star break. Uh, Bosch uh, gets the blood clots, goes out. Luol Deng goes in as the start slides up to the starting four from the three. They were having trouble getting space earlier in the season. He slides up to the four. Later on, they pick up Joe Johnson. They made it within you know one game and, and maybe a little better health of getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. That series that they lost to Toronto, they would have played Cleveland in the Eastern Conference Finals. That was Spolstra. So they have made adjustments before, okay? And they have been able to overcome the loss of a prominent big. And obviously, Bosch and Zoe are on the level of BAM, if not higher, right? But here's my concern, even with Jimmy coming back. This team was so much built around these two guys, not just offensively, but defensively. And I, I love what Deadman does, but you don't want him playing 30 minutes a night and they are just so thin in other areas. And it's and they, these dead roster spots that they have, some of which are their choice, okay, whether it's, you know, a guy like Haslam who doesn't play a lot, Akpala who you don't trust to play a lot. Some are just, you know, rehabbing and it made sense, like an Oladipo. And some are just, you just don't want to pay the tax, which is you got this empty spot. And now you've got Markeith Morris. We don't know when he's coming back. There's this mystery around him. You're talking about five, six spots on this team yeah. that are not being used. And so when you have a player like Duncan Robinson, 
who is struggling like Duncan could use like two nights off. You can't give it to him because they simply don't have enough bodies. And the one thing you can say about Duncan, because he's got another streak, is that he plays every night. OK, he, he's he's durable. He's available. So I, I am dubious, I will say, Greg, on whether or not they could make this adjustment. Yeah. The same way they made it those two years, I, maybe eventually, but I, I just I don't see it until I don't know. Oladipo comes back and they start to play a little bit differently or maybe at least Morris comes back and gives them somebody else to play or in the, the front court so they don't have the, to tinker or, or something like that. The shooting turning around would really yeah. be like if, if that were to flip, they can make this work. But I know that that's just such a big if that that we can't really count on it right so i think that that to use the word dubious ominous whatever you want to say like yes the 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 not so distant future for this team is not going to be a fun few weeks uh months whatever it may be but i think that that eventually that they'll find a groove but you're right they're built in a specific way where um it, it it's not Bam, Bam and Jimmy it's just everything they're they're the head of the snake in so many different ways that I'm interested to see though if they feel the pressure to make an addition. You you literally mm. have an empty roster spot and you have exception money or veteran minimum money to get a guy in there. And I don't know that anyone out on the free agent market actually makes you that much better. So mm. maybe there's that argument to be made, but overall I think that in these circumstances to have four to five roster spots that are non-functional, you can't call it anything but irresponsible. It doesn't help that, uh, you know, we got a new variant out there and the owners in the cruise business. And it's just it's just a lot of things that have come together here over the past 24 hours. And of course, that's that's a much bigger issue in the grand scheme of things and, and how that may affect people. But it certainly doesn't help. I, all, all of these things uh, come together and make you wonder, like, is this a heat team that now with Bam missing this amount of time and we're hearing it's likely going to be longer than the four to six weeks that have been put out there today? that this team can stay in the hunt, stay out of the play in and put themselves in a position to contend. You know, they built up a little bit of a cushion early in the season, but not enough in part because of the schedule that they played. And also because they had some games, you look back now at those two LA games, the Indiana game, the Minnesota game, you know, you win half of those games and you got a little bit more to play with now, but now, I mean, they could be looking at 500 real quick, this Indiana Milwaukee back to back, They've got games with Phoenix and Golden State that they haven't played yet that are coming up uh, relatively soon. It's going to be really, really challenging. And I'll say this. If you want Jimmy to be in the MVP conversation, he's going to have an opportunity to prove it. Um, and he can't miss much more time and still be in that conversation. But when he comes back from this latest injury, they're going to need the best of Jimmy, the best of Tyler, and they're going to need more from their $45 million backcourt. Okay. It's just, it's just not sufficient. And I'm not someone who focuses on the money a lot. And we did a whole episode on this, but when you are paying two guys that amount of money and you have such a top heavy roster, you can't, uh, we can't put the same expectations on Caleb Martin, Max Struess and Gabe Vincent that we put on Duncan Robinson and Kyle Lowry. We just can't. Okay. It's, it's, it's just, it's not fair. All right. Also just want to mention before we go on addition to prize picks using the code five, use the code five RSN therapistpreferred.com for all of your CBD, you'll get 25% off. And at manscaped.com for all of your grooming products, you'll get 20% off. That's the code 5RSN. It's been a bad day. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports network.